The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 156 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Devin Green. This week, we are talking to friend of the show, Harold Story, with Tunes Tunes. He's got a really cool thing coming up at the Tower Theater. But first, dude, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back. Yay. What? Just what's been up lately? Yeah. Oh, just, you know. He's been one busy dude. Showing a bunch of animu. No I know. joke. <laughs> I know. You have been a busy dude. He's been so active on Facebook, it makes me feel ashamed. <laughs> yeah, we used to try to do something once a month, so it's been pretty fun. You yeah. know, trying to figure out what we're going to show and I just try working not in artists and stuff to do the posters, right? so it's been fun. I just try not to get peop- angry at people d- during construction up here. No yeah. joke. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> this has become a maze. It's like. If I remember correctly, this recall. Is, I need to. Yeah, this is one of those recall. areas that will be at, when it's done, and I think it's supposed to be done like all of, like 2021. This downtown is going to be gorgeous. Oh yeah, it'd be hopping. Yeah, oh, it's, it's going to be, be great. Amazing. It's a nightmare right oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how it is constructed. Right now, it's, it's, like, a maze. it's like Broadway extension. Now they've got that open to three lines. It is gorgeous. Yeah. I love it. But it is I had to nice. go through hell but to get through there. Awful, yeah. awful time. Yeah, it was, oh, it was, that was, that was <laughs> a dark time. And so, and so down like, I was the same way with with the with what they're working on the boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the butt. But once that thing's that done, that access is going to be so good. It's be fantastic. I'm gonna love it. Speaking of access, Plus it's right outside my back door. Harold is bringing back access to some great old animes. I know. That was a yeah. nice segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael said, yeah. <laughs> tell us. Tell us. I, yeah. I thought it was good. So, go for it. Okay. So we're showing Ghost in the Shell this month, which is really exciting. Uh, that's tomorrow night. That's tomorrow yeah. night. Yep. Uh, that's Tower Theater. Yeah. You can get tickets. TowerTheaterOKC.com. That's theater spelled the fancy way. T-H-E-A-T-R-E. The only way to spell theater. That's right. Theatre. So, yeah, it's it's been really fun having, you know, getting the opportunity to show some of these movies that, you know, maybe we watched back in the day. And that venue is just fantastic. Yeah, for sure. And so we've had a cool opportunity also to include some you know, local organizations. Uh, I always try to loop people in whenever I can. If I'm doing something cool like this, that's going to be in front of a lot of people. That's what I love. And yeah. so we're going to have these events. Uh, yes. Yeah. The Homeless Homeless Alliance, mm-hmm. uh, Curbside oh, Chronicle. Awesome. They're coming yeah. out. They're going to be selling oh, their fantastic. wrapping paper. So. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. fantastic. Be cool. snap. And they'll be talking a little bit about the organization before, like the work that they do and stuff like that. That's they're great. Awesome. In fact, actually, you know, they're actually, and it's a story that I'm working on for next week at, for KOSU is that they're collecting coats. Uh, ICG yeah. is uh, their local advertising group. They're collecting coats for the Curbside Chronicle guys and girls, um, which is amazing. Oh, because that's fantastic! They, yeah, cool. they stand out there and they yeah. sell. They're they're doing a job, and no one else is going to give these people a job. And actually, I, I talked to you know why don't we why don't we hire more homeless people? I'm just talking to a business owner. He's like, because sometimes they can't. When you go to apply for a job, if you don't have a physical address, Mm -hmm. a lot of places can't hire you. So the beauty of the Curbside Chronicle is it's a transition. It gives you the job to where you can eventually get the place 
to then get the job because yeah, that, exactly. it's that it's that transition. If you're homeless, you can't get a job. If you can't get a job, you can't get the place to get a home. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a vicious cycle. It's like yeah. this the vicious cycle. Well, yeah. And they, yeah. And, and yeah, like you said, unfortunately it's, it's very difficult to break that cycle when there are things in place. Like yeah. you don't have a physical And address. so now you, we've got this amazing opportunity of curbside Chronicle. Uh, these amazing people that are, are stepping forward to give a, a chance for these homeless people. And I love when I see them out, I mean, I might have, you know, three or four copies of it. I'm still, yeah, $2, sure. You oh, know, yeah. And, you know, just, yeah, you know, because it, 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 again, it helps people transition from homelessness to, you know, if, if they want to. Now, I understand there's also people who live on the streets, that's what they want to do, and that's cool. That's that's their gig. That's that's fine. But if you want to transition into living in a home, this gives you that opportunity. Yeah, there's ways, there's avenues to, yeah. to, to yeah, help, and no one you know, really, get a like, hand up. Unless you're super dedicated, which these people are, want to stand on the curb in the cold. Sure, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so... Right. Magazines. I yeah. mean, so it shows that dedication and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they're, they're like mailmen. They're incredibly dedicated. Yes. Like we have our, our, we have our guy that we always at the, at Clausen and Expressway right there. Every time I set aside 20 bucks a month and mm-hmm. I just buy 10 copies because. Yep. And for the past two years, I've, so I've bought it. the, uh, the wrapping paper. I will mm-hmm. buy it again this year. I haven't used it all. Because it's amazing how yeah, much wrapping cool. paper you yeah, get. Yeah, it in that really thing. is. <laughs> but I do buy it's 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 local artists. I didn't know that they. Uh, I still have Jack wrapping, Fowler wrapping paper. Yeah, they have, yeah, they have local designers every year. Different mm-hmm. designers get mm-hmm. to design one of the pages, mm-hmm. one of the, like the designs, and then they'll have like three or four sheets of each. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I thought oh, wow. so I it's yeah. like the sheets. It's like surely there's you know there's not going to be that much in there, and but yeah, it's a ton. Yeah, it's yeah. Neat. I'm never going to go through all this wrapping paper. It is completely. But it's great to know that I've got it, and it again helps out the curbside chronicle which is you know helping people um help themselves basically and it's amazing yeah it's a hand up yeah, not, not a hand, hand out. Out. Yeah, exactly exactly i love that though when it's because you know you're helping those people become self-efficient sure you know? self-sufficient yeah rather. and it's sustainable i mean yeah, it's exactly and it for some of these people are i mean know, we, we all know what it's like to be young and i know a lot of these i was I, the only reason I never experienced homelessness, I know, was by the grace of God. Absolutely. I know that there, I, there could have been things that happened in my life that could have put me on the street, but I was blessed enough to not ever have that happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I feel, especially for these younger people who 16, yeah. 17, 18 mm-hmm. years old, some of them I know are getting kicked out of their houses because maybe of their sexual preference. Oh my gosh. Because I had, of, you know, mm-hmm. I, there, there are reasons these people are on the streets and sometimes they've never actually held a job and don't know what to do. Right. And the beauty of the mm-hmm. Curbside Chronicle is it shows them how to do that. And then again, transitioning from the streets to the, the you know, being uh, great members of society, which is what we want. We want them to be, uh, because then they go out and vote and hopefully we can change the world. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a really simple well, A to B to C. That's right. Like, well, that's, I mean, this isn't something I share normally, but I experienced that when I was going through a divorce. I lived in my car for mm-hmm. almost five months. And, um, I mean, it's not easy. Luckily, I my friends let me use their addresses, the physical address, and I got the job that I have now. And that's why one of the reasons I'm very loyal to my job and want to make it a really great place and a place where people can get hired on have at a living wage because where I work pays fairly decently yeah. coming in and you don't need a degree to do it. And uh, that's one, I mean, that's that's a hard transition going from having no job, no real life experience, managing money to... No kidding. Uh, and especially like 
because I was a stay-at-home mom before mm-hmm. everything, so I just knew how to take care of kids. I didn't know how to do anything else. And yeah. Which you do <laughs> to an excellent degree, by the way. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can really sympathize and empathize with sure. these people that well, there's are There's a lot this. of great, there's a lot of great programs, you know, mm-hmm. just speaking from personal experience. You know, you have the people, everyone's helping people, like, in a different facet of life. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up, I lived in Section 8 housing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was made yeah. it possible for us to afford housing growing up. I didn't know at the time, but yeah, I mean, you know, when you're a kid, when you're a kid you don't know. Yeah. And then no. you free, know. free lunch programs at school. Oh I my wouldn't gosh, be able to eat right. lunch without that. Right. That's yeah. Amazing. I mean, there are so, there are so many, there's not enough, but you know, right. there are programs in place that are thankfully yeah. and there. Then you've, then to you've got help. groups like the homeless Alliance because right now definitely. Who, are, yeah. who are just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, in helping uh, not only your couch homeless, but your chronically homeless, the people who are, uh, there are, it's not healthy to be out on the street. <laughs> no, and it is not fun. And there are people fun. out there it's with not... diabetes. There are people right. out there with serious issues out on, on our yeah. streets. Mental which, illness and everything. Again, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to get on a soapbox for a moment. There shouldn't be, there right. should not be one person living on our streets. No. If, they, if they don't want to, there should not be one person living on our streets because we have plenty of food. We have plenty of space. We have plenty. Mm-hmm. It's just it costs money, and I'm holding the air quotes up. It right. costs money, right? And that's ridiculous. Yes, you know it's ridiculous in this day. I'm an old Star Trek socialist, have. so that's okay. Right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just let that socialism fly. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, no. back, I back you. I back that a hundred percent, man. It's uh, yeah. So let's go. Okay. So I, okay. Now I got to do, do admit I am a filthy casual when it comes to uh, a lot of anime. And I don't, except for the fact there was a movie that came out like a couple of years ago, The Ghost in the Shell, I really know nothing about that. So tell me about what Ghost in the Shell it's is. It's the so, greatest anime movie of all time. Yeah, it is a great movie. <laughs> um, basically, it's following a cybernetic organism, This, this uh, our main character, Motoko. She's a, publicly, a public security agent, basically. She's trying to help solve... Um, uh, cybernetic crimes, terrorism crimes enacted in this futuristic society. And, uh, you know, just kind of follows her adventure. She works with this uh, group called Section 9. Uh, it's like this close-knit group of, like, just uh, cybernetic people enhanced like her that, that to try to take down, like, a lot of these crimes, a lot of these, a lot of these criminals, a lot of these uh, terrorists. And so, you know, this, the show is just following her throughout her journey. And the movie is... It's a good, um, it's a good standalone story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of like the vibe of the show too. It's called Standalone Complex. And so it's, that's just like the whole approach is that, you know, uh, she is the, the, where the like ghost in the shell comes from is that it's talking about like the conscious, like our consciousness. That's mm-hmm. the ghost. That's it can inhabit different places. The shell is the physical like body that these ghosts are in. So it's the ghost in the shell. Right. And so that's kind of where the, you know, that's the name of like the vibe of the show. Yeah. And it was, it was it a show first or a, or a feature like film. Sh- it was a show. And then they did a movie in 95. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, they, and it yeah. really tackle, I think one of the big themes is, is what does it mean to be human? Is right. Yeah. Identity. Right. Yeah. I didn't, the agency are all, uh, autonomy you know, themes that are touched on in this mm-hmm. movie throughout. And a lot of good cyber realism type of uh is it really touches on that any kind of uh futuristic when you're talking about uh androids robots yeah. you start out with like heinlein and um uh, uh philip k dick, philip k. dick. um the, yeah. the idea that the idea. well of course especially um do androids dream of electric sheep not not blade runner <laughs> the actual book itself yeah. which actually deals with the idea that the humans 
who are stuck on Earth are less human than right. than the androids. The basic human. Well, um, I mean, this like is the tenets of humanity. Yeah, yeah. Theme that has means. gone across many many decades. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, oh yeah. I yeah, mean, even yeah. within video games, especially mm-hmm. like uh-huh. in Mass Effect, there's this um, character called Legion. And one of the questions he asks the main character, Shepard, you is, does this unit have a soul? And like, and you're just like, because <laughs> like he's right. one of he's the best, one of the best characters in my opinion. Well, I think it's just like that human thing of like, what does it mean to be human? Yeah, right. exactly. And what, that's a question right. that's been asked across yeah. time, and, and sure. that's for you thousands of years. Addressing these shows, you one do. of the things that's touched on in Ghost in the Shell is. Uh, the idea of like connectivity and like the internet it's really crazy when you watch the movie now and you're like man this is like really spot on for how it is now uh-huh. yeah if it was 1995 that would have been pre i mean not yeah. pre-internet well pre how it is now yeah. Anyway. yeah basically then you had bulletin board systems and that was pretty right. much it you know we had there was ICQ. Nothing. Uh, they were yeah. forums yeah, for oh them. man, <laughs> for GeoCities. Geo I had a dead website. journal. GeoCities, I Dude, remember that. Dude, you had a dead journal. I had, I had a, a dead, dead journal. journal. I still have my dead. I still have my God. dead journal. That was the live journal. It was journal the cool D Rocker <laughs> live journal. And like that's where I learned HTML. And that's where I put my oh nice. yeah. Like, that's thoughts. how I learned okay. HTML is because oh, dude, of dead that, journal. That was the only way back then you it was like you had to you learn you had to learn how to <laughs> put HTML a hyperlink in, in with and like how the bold things yeah. would be like slash b change your color of your, your text and then <laughs> then you put your text in and then opposite slash yes b. there is this whole <laughs> oh yeah you're right there's this whole that was that was html because i was doing that i didn't even know that was yeah HTML. you didn't know no. you were doing I was, HTML. I was, that was, you had to be cool <laughs> When you're, the, when, you're the, when you're on the beat, when you're on the yes, and you wanted to bolt something, and if you yeah. wanted to put a song or a banner, in, like a signature oh. banner, on oh, a photograph. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! The time it took. The to time it took. To, I had to that. Like, I had like a clipboard no, of like the code. Yeah. yeah, I had like a clipboard of the code. No, I had it all memorized. Like, I was just like, I am a super hacker. Well, you, had to, oh, yeah. you had to host your photo on Photo Bucket, yes! first of all. Right? Oh, my gosh. And then link to oh, it. Oh, my gosh. And then put it, embed it in together. <laughs> HTML. We are all coming together. Yes. On that, we have that, just that was, dated. That was, that was yes. early to mid-90s. Hyperlink markup language <laughs> was yes. a thing. But I love it. So like somebody sends you a photo. It's like, okay, I'm sending you a photo. Great. I'm going to go make a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go out of town. And when I come and back, And God forbid if they were sending you a song because like oh my god you're spending all day talking to that person to make sure that you didn't lose connection right and <laughs> right run out of things to talk to but you'll have a song at the end but i'll have a song yeah. and that's how Mom, Dad, that's how the, the phone. black market of <laughs> in, in my world the black market of exchanging japanese rock music visual k music nice. came around because like that was the only way to get it because you couldn't find it on the internet right one person in your f- online friend group had all the music because they actually went to Japan and then ripped it all off their CDs. Right. And then, so then there we like talk to Pink Spider. Pink Spider knows. <laughs> Sounds like a code. Well, it does. That, that was his AOL name. Like, like he's, he's probably actually going to get mad at me for <laughs> like blasting his AOL like, name on. She's like the movie hackers. Like, I was like, we lived it. I need that new hide album. His AOL <laughs> name. AOL. AOL. <laughs> A whole oh god, oh, man! My There's heart still slightly jumps. People who decorate their Christmas jumps. trees with those discs that they yeah, everybody the free, yeah, the free, the free uh, ones, yeah, the yeah. free I trial s- discs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wasn't socialized a lot as a kid. I was homeschooled in the middle of uh, Claremore, Oklahoma. I lived in the middle of ten acres, so we had no neighbors. 
And so, like, the internet was the only place for me to have friends. Uh, I think that yeah. was that's true. Why I'm so, uh, well, I mean, that. That's why you're like this. this exactly. That's why I'm like this. This. <laughs> that's why she's You just amazing. pointed to all of me. <laughs> <laughs> we just basically outlined our whole, like, life as to why people in Oklahoma are awesome. And so. Because, <laughs> A, we had to make our own fun. And, B, because we found our other, we found our people on the internet. Yeah, you know? like, that's how we started. I tell you, the first time, the first time I actually, I, I got DSL in, I guess it was 2002. Uh, Aren't moved, you lucky? Moved into an, well, I moved into an apartment, and Whoa. and and, uh, it was, and it was the first time More I could get through the DSL. And I went, a I, "This is the most amazing thing ever." Now I understand what this <laughs> internet thing is all about. Right? Okay, so Before I before that it's all dial up, and I'm like, dude, free stuff off Juno. I thought dial up <laughs> was amazing. Oh my god, oh, wow. Juno! I forgot oh about that. I had. That was okay. So, sure. so we had the family computer that was like in the living room, but then my mom gave us a computer for school, air quotes, um, that never got used for school in our Sorry. room. And like the only way we could get on the internet was free Juno, right? And you yeah. had that stupid ad banner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because and that's what made it free. Slow as Oh Shista. yeah! Oh yeah! Big and time! Yeah, <laughs> it felt pretty fast back then. No, but what I would do—I so was super into fan fiction at the time. Ronan Warrior fan fiction. Oh mind my you. god! And I found like Ronan Warrior. I was super oh into Ronan Warrior fan fiction when fanfiction.net was er, was good, and it wasn't trolled by a bunch of twelve and thirteen year olds. We were adults, fifteen at the time. Anyways. Uh, so I would hurry up and like <laughs> open a whole bunch of windows while the internet was actually working. And then I would get like 60 chapters downloaded on 60 different windows and then just turn off the internet and just go and start reading every chapter. Yeah. You had it all loaded up. Yeah, I did. I did. You do. Totally. Now, see, I re- and I also remember back in the, in the late 90s when there was still the battle between who was going to be the ultimate search engine. I mean, oh my yeah. Google, Northern Lights, Yahoo, Ask Jeeves, yeah, yeah, my guy. Ask Jeeves. What was it? Ask Jeeves. Okay. Ask Jeeves. I always used Ask Jeeves. Yes. I never used that. And here's the thing: in ninety in ninety nine, because I was again, I was searching for the best one, and that's when I found this Google.com, and I went and I searched, and I was like, "This is it, guys. This is they. They finally created the search engine. You hitched your wagon to Google. Yeah. Did you know about the? I had the no don't idea it was going to be the global <laughs> superpower. Did you know about for the, the resurgence of Because that's what got me. The don't they be have, evil. They yes. have a, the clause in their in their mission in their business model, like like your. Which is really good to do when you're that young and that yeah. small, but it, they they're not They've that totally anymore. They've totally issued yeah. that business with the whole course, like now, spying on you. Now and of course I've got I've got my NaNoWriMo book on Google Docs. I've got my. You know, outlines on other. I mean, I've you know, used I'm Google, the Google all for over life the place. Kid, but yeah, it was originally because don't be evil. They, they've taken yeah, and they, they've taken was, over my life anyway. Yeah, but totally. then, but ninety five, they, they they didn't know the internet was going. We didn't know the internet was. But apparently, the the writers of Ghost in the Shell kind of had an idea it where was it was going. Just like a, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like we talk about a, a director named Satoshi Kon that you know had a had a field day with just like how. Um, connected we were with the internet at the time when he directed a movie called perfect blue that we recently oh, showed love perfect and blue. just talking about like how connected we are he was really on the verge of like knowing how social media would work at that time wow, wow. that was like oh one maybe oh three yeah. around then dang and to to watch it now and see how onto it they uh, were at that time you're like oh man pre-twitter pre-youtube all that stuff but it's all like it's almost as if they're thinking this is the worst possible thing that could happen. 
Because it's an, it's a, mo- it's an, a, yeah. Talking about Reddit. It's fake, <laughs> but then they're like, you know, they were actually really onto it and pretty on the nose with the how that's things are amazing. now. That's so it's pretty incredible. Insane. Yeah, I mean, if, I mean, if you, if you put a little thought into it, um, I think the the current sci-fi and by current sci-fi, I mean within the past fifteen to twenty years, um, is a lot more, I think, spot on of what they what the future of predicting the future than probably the past thirty or forty years, where they were thinking we'd have flying cars by now. Yeah, so much for that. Or self-tying shoes or... Yeah, basically... We do have self-tying shoes now. Reddit comments, um, you know, no fly, no jetpacks. No. Yeah. Just, just no. the comment section. Just, That's what we got. Did you see Robot House's new hats that they're no. doing? No. It says, uh, make Orwell fiction again. Yes, I, <laughs> yes, I, I was like, oh, dang. That's, that's, that's pretty spot oh, on. Oh, Robot actually, House. Hearts for Eyes. I saw yeah. on Facebook and they said they actually sent out like with a survey. Said, if we if we sold this, would you buy it? I'm like, yeah. yeah that was what? pretty funny. I was like, dang. Make Orwell fiction so, again. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Robot House. I, I am actually going to their website. Sup, guys. Yeah. I actually, uh, I'm, I'm doing the NaNoWriMo thing trying to write a novel in, in one month oh yeah 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 and i just uh, cool. my, my character it's in the D world uh in in forgotten realms and uh this one character uh tried to run for city council but got beat by a guy uh with the slogan make water deep great again which seemed to stick with the populace yeah that's so. a little close to home michael a little uh, close oh to home. no no i had to put Hashtag that in there. there's <laughs> no I, the only way i could figure out is, is, is would you wear a red helmet uh, you know, I right. You know, with, with the, oh, with the, yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, so so Ghost in the Mach- uh, Ghost in the Shell. I oh, want Ghost in the Machine. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, you're airing that tomorrow night. Uh, at at Tower Theater. What else have you guys got going on the works? So we have, uh, you know, we we just been trying to keep up with showing anime every month. Yeah. And so we've had some really cool titles, but yeah, we're just working on it next week or. Next month, we're trying to figure out what the programming is going to look like, but still trying to figure that out. Yeah, definitely. And What's so, going on with the podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah still yeah. going well. Tunes, Tunes podcast. Just uh-huh. been having, uh, you know, some some guests on people that I know. Um, recently, had some some pretty neat people on the show. Um, I had Jim Lang on the show. Oh, uh, wow. He actually did the music for Hey Arnold. Hey, so, yeah, that was pretty Arnold. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you just, you just hit into the demographic exactly. right there. <laughs> I then, grew up uh, on that. I had Jim Venable on the show, like a couple gems back to back. Uh, he did the music for Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls. <gasps> uh, yeah, oh, cool wow. shows. Samurai Jack man. And uh, that art, yeah, just that trying art, to though. trying to find cool people. Um, there was a guy that randomly followed the show on Instagram. His name is Chris J. Alex. He's a voice actor. Uh, oh. Found out he did motion capture, and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then so he talked to us, and it, I had Caleb Masters on that one nice. to co-host. But he uh, he you, did Caleb. motion capture you. for uh, the Rhino and the new Spider-Man video game. And oh yeah. wow, he was Kratos and God of War. So it was, oh, wow. it was pretty neat. Like had some, I've been having some really cool luck. Like good luck having That's really neat people on to you know talk about their work and how it's influenced their life and things like that. Heck yeah, man. How, how have you been getting these people on there? Man, honestly, it's just like the grassroots thing of just, uh-huh. just reach out, man. Like a lot of these, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of these, uh, composers, they have websites and mm-hmm. it'll have like, they'll have like a contact me, like where you just submit and I just, you know, give the out el- the elevator pitch. Like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. If, I don't know if you'd be interested and they, you know, they hit me back and we set it up. Yep. Yeah. Casting at far and wide. And, and yeah. the beautiful, again, the beauty of the, the internet is there is that connectivity. The you accessibility, are, You are yeah. able to reach out to somebody who's sitting in their homes in California or New York and, exactly. and be able to reach to them. Yeah. Are you guys using, do you guys use Skype? How do you, how do you 
do the, the okay I'll tell you how the sausage is made a little bit here a little uh, bit only, <laughs> only, <laughs> no, only share as much as you uh yeah. no this is cool for other people because i've heard it done not well and so if if at all possible if you could do it this way this might help with like the quality and how it sounds and everything so you know take take this advice as you want if or if you don't that's fine uh but just the way i did it was um i would you know a lot of these people are pretty comfortable with me from the beginning and so they'll give me like their cell phone number mm -hmm. uh so then um they most of these people are working on macs or iphones so i'll give them like i'll facetime them or just call them and from the nature of it being a lot of these like composers and stuff they'll have recording equipment like at their house or like their home studio so what we'll do is just do a clap sync you know i'll call them we'll oh, do a clap yeah, sync yeah. they'll record their audio i'll record mm -hmm. mine they send me theirs so then it sounds huh. like they're in the studio. Right. And nice. that was actually, I did I did uh, a couple of interviews like that for um, NPR. Yeah. Where I would, they would be on the phone with the journalist, the, 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 the person in New York. And they'd be recording their own voice and I'd be just standing there with a microphone. Mm -hmm. And, and then, and they'd just talk over the phone, but I'd be recording and then I'd send them that audio and then they'd just link it, up. it in yeah you know, so uh which is a great way to do it because mm -hmm. then you could actually go about with somebody who's running around like going into a place you could actually go in with them uh which you could never do there's i mean i don't, I don't think there's anything well there might be because i think eventually we're going to get to a point where the phones are almost uh skype quality uh to where it sounds like they're right there instead yeah. of instead of the phone quality tape yeah, you I don't like that. The, that that's no, the thing awful. that I was trying to avoid was it yeah. sounding like it was on the phone. Which, you want to I sound mean, like they're right next to you. Yeah, which, I mean, if it comes down to it and that's the best I can get with, like, someone that I really want to have on, then that's what I'll do. But, you know, just for, like, the purposes of what I'm doing, I think it sounds really good to do it this way. And then, of course, with, like, the phone audio, I'll just have, like, my headphones in. Mm -hmm. So it'll be just like I'm having a phone conversation, but I'm recording my track, they're recording theirs, and then we just match them up later in post. See, that's great. That's and, and it makes, yeah, it We'll makes it fix great. it in post. <laughs> and it, yeah, it sounds like they're right in the same room when you do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fantastic. That's, that's a great little trick. Yeah. And, um, Feel free to use it yeah, if anyone's guys. listening. <laughs> And it's just mainly just reaching out to these people because they want to talk about their stuff. They're they're geek guys. A lot of them are the unsung heroes of these. You know yeah. what I mean? And so I've I've you know gotten a lot of cool things. Just you know, a lot of these people are so nice, and you know they're they're glad they they want to even cares about what they're doing. And so it's well, it's been neat. Composers, we just, composers yeah. get so they get no they get no love. They get no love. Yeah, they get no love. And but it would be such a different. One of experience. the things that I was like. Because I knew we were having you on the show. I was like, I'm going to look at the composer for Castlevania. Because I was watching season two oh, of yeah. Castlevania. Because um, towards the end, they start playing the castle. Like the video game thing. And I'm just like, and you just have that nostalgia just yeah. hit you. And you're just like, yeah. That is pretty that is, that is And it's right game. at the end battle scene that that kicks in. And you're just like, <gasps> they did it. They finally, because I was waiting for it in the first <laughs> brought it, season. Brought it around. Right. They brought it full circle. And I was just like, and I was like, I'm going to look up the composer and see who that <laughs> was. That's how I would do a lot of stuff. I would just yeah. be like, I would, I'd sat down. And yeah. I think it was someone, oh, uh, we, we found a track, me and uh, a friend of mine named Mike Allen. Mm -hmm. I think we were talking about a track called Flamingo. Uh, the artist is Flamingosis. Mm -hmm. But he did a remix of one of the songs from Hey Arnold, did like a trap beat. Like, <laughs> nice. It was like a remix. And I was like, this is pretty neat. And then something just clicked. It was just like, Man, I should be asking composers because it's mm -hmm. music and anime in one or animation. Yeah, it's, it's so in the 
in line with. And so, yeah. yeah. And that's what, that's kind of like the evolution of the show too. Because yeah. it started out really as like something where it was very uh, like laser focused on anime. But what I was finding was that I was really excluding a lot of people that I really like. Because mm-hmm. I'm. it got to be the, be the point where it was like the checklist. Was like, oh, you don't watch anime? You're like, well, you can't be on the show. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not at all like the kind of person I am just naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I was like, let's just do more like uh, overarching animation. So mm-hmm. for example, the episode that's coming out tomorrow. Um, we did a Nicktoons versus cartoon cartoon. So it's like oh, nice. cartoon versus Ni- Nickelodeon nice. episode. So it's pretty long. <laughs> we, we, I've made a bracket like March Madness style. That is and, uh, battle awesome. yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, like, Ed, we've done Ed that. And Eddie against. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's just been like the progression. of. But the cool thing about that is um, I had told uh, Jim Venable about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, because he, he was just, I'd sent him a, he was actually a big fan of, um, like the Iron Giant, mm-hmm. and we yeah. had those posters from when we showed it. So mm-hmm. I sent him one, just like as a, "Hey, thanks for being on the show." Yeah, and he got it. Those so are he, awesome posters. Yeah. By yeah. The way. So he texted me and was like, "Hey, man, I got the poster. It looks awesome. Like, hope everything, everything's all right." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh yeah, man, it's going great. I'm doing this episode that's like Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network." And um, yeah, I just talked to him for a little bit, and then uh, checked my email, and he was like, he had sent me some music. He was like, "Hey, use this music in the episode." So. Oh, wow. If you listen to it tomorrow, so it features a lot of the music that he sent me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, that's so, incredible. Copyright. No, guys. No copyright infringement. Drops tomorrow. And where can people find your, your, your episodes? Oh, yeah. So we're on, you know, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's Tunes Tunes Podcast, T-U-N-E-S slash T-O-O-N-S. Yeah. Uh, named so because we talk about music and anime, of course. But, mm-hmm. And did it tunes, tunes? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Wow. I thought I was clever. I think it's so, clever. So I know. It was like a no-brainer. And I mean, the uh, music in animation is phenomenal. It's all, And it's always yeah. been, whether it's... Um, uh, actual animated like series or gaming, uh, mm-hmm. especially gaming, especially. Uh, you know, you, you think about up. you think about <laughs> Nintendo's. I mean, some of the classic music that comes out of, of Mario and Zelda. Oh yeah, it's that iconic. Is, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's played Final Fantasy VII, like yeah. once the yeah. Eris theme. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Your heart automatically bleeds. Now, like even it going just... back to the Final Fantasy of just like three and four. Yeah. yeah. Um, you hear that music and you're like, oh my gosh. You just, you don't. You start hearing the do, <laughs> and then, and then you're like, it's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so much of it, to, you know, that is so linked with nostalgia to the yeah. point where there's like orchestras going on tour and like the music I, of I, Zelda. I have been uh, to the Distant yeah. Worlds tour, so, Final Fantasy Distant Worlds tour. There is nothing more moving than your childhood being played in a huge orchestra. No, it's yeah. cool, yeah. yeah. And, and we went We went to the, my son and I went to the one when Zelda came. The Zelda one? Yeah, this, yeah. This past January. And it is, it's incredible to, yes, have uh, just, you know, and not only that, but to not only to have a, a an orchestra doing this, the, the 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 local Oklahoma City Philharmonic, but then having this choir. Oh yeah, you know oh, because yeah. because the the thing about Zelda's music is they're not words, <laughs> they're just they're just sounds. Yeah. Um, and because if you do words, oh. then do you do them in Japanese or do you do them in English? Right. I think it's weird. So, so the composer of Zelda, all of the music is done in just sounds. Mm-hmm. And so it's just amazing to see this, this, this orchestra or this, uh, this choir doing the sounds <laughs> of Zelda that you just don't even think about 
people making those noises. And it's just phenomenal, uh, especially going back to some of the Ocarina of Time yeah. type stuff. It's just amazing. It is yeah. neat for yeah. sure. And it's just like has like a, there's such a long reach for it too. Uh, someone sent me an article the other day and I haven't read the thing yet. So I hope I, I really hope I'm not spreading spreading <laughs> fake news. Here, Rumors. But, uh, he he uh, a buddy of mine sent me a thing that a guy that just got elected to like the Senate in Texas I think was like a composer on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, what? I was like, like I haven't confirmed it yet. Sounds but sounds like an like, urban legend, but I want it to be right. true so bad. Big if true. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. A plus. A plus plus. I think that would be huge. Uh, that's fantastic. And so, yeah, I mean, I just love the fact that there, there is that history. Um, and we're not, and when, when it comes to anime, anime, uh, when I was growing up was still fairly new, but it's now, especially Japan. Animation, oh, uh, when I was growing up, there was still battle of the planets. I don't know if you remember that one with Kiop and, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about right times. now. See, I need someone. I think I read about here. it in a history book. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm just kidding. But it was, it was, it was, <laughs> and, and and Cartoon Network tried to bring it back, uh, and they well, called what? it beside. They called it something else. Uh, f- they called it the 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 four seven. Um, See, and if you're a filthy casual, I am like a. Well, again, I was just something I, I watched, uh, and it was. But again, at that time, Japanimation was still Speed Racer. You can tell yeah, how old that he was. is by him saying Japanimation. Dude, Speed Racer is a Speed tough Racer. one too, man. Well, a lot of the it's shows that we it's watched watch. growing up, <laughs> we didn't know was anime. Yeah. Like I didn't know Samurai Pizza Cats was anime. Oh yeah, but it was. I didn't for the longest time. I didn't know Sailor Moon was. Because it was just something that came on in you the morning. You think it's just a cartoon? Yeah, movie. right. Yeah. And you know, and. Well, when you're a kid, you don't put stuff in a box no, like no, we do when yeah. we're adults. Yeah, and then that's how I, I felt about like, I know, didn't, Battle of the Planets yeah. and, and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know all those other shows that came out. And I love them. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, think about them being. All those, Shout out to Robotech. Yeah. It's on Netflix yeah. right now, too. It's really good. But yeah, I was, like, I was trying to rewatch uh, Speed so Racer. I, I talked to um, <laughs> oh, I talked to Brian Winkler about it uh-huh. once before, and I was trying to rewatch it. To maybe have him back on because we'll do episodes every now and again that'll be just about one show and like what makes us love that show. Yeah. So I was thinking, man, I need to do like something that's a little throwback. So let me try. And then so Ronin Speed Racers Warriors. on Hulu. And well, it's, this is older than that. We, even. Oh, well, Speed Racers. But so Speed Racer is a tough watch, man. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's hard. And what makes it oh. particularly tough? I'm just curious because I only I have like. I only have memories of watching it very young. So, well, like, yeah, that's what like the thing of it. It's like when the nostalgia, you love it, but then when you watch it back, you're like, oh, oh yeah. it's it's things it about like the animation. Up. There's like a, you know, instead it's of having them jump side to side, it's right. yeah, it's real choppy. Yeah, the trick, the dialogue, and, uh-huh. a lot of the train, like uh, when they did the dub, especially. Oh, a lot gosh. of it's really hokey. And I do like, remember oh, that being God. particularly well. That's because they were gearing it towards children. I mean, they were like it. It's like trying to watch. Well, and also um, because the translation... Beetleborgs. Yeah. yeah. The translation also was not very <laughs> wow, good. Wow, that was a deep cut. <laughs> it's like watching Big Bad Beetleborgs back right. again. It's, it does not hold up. Yeah, I don't cut the mustard no the, more. Some things don't. No, uh, and the, the translation was also really bad. Yeah. Um, and it was mostly a lot of gasping. What was that? <gasps> like, Ooh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. There's a lot of emoting. Yes. Like real Expressive. serious emoting. But it's where show. we got our first... I mean, the, you know, the, the, the reactions... We're still the same kind of reactions that you sometimes get in your regular anime. Mm-hmm. Um, it was much better. It, it, was, it was, yeah. It was just, and, and yes, there is nostalgia to it. I, do, I don't know if, no, I, don't yeah, know if I could go back to watch <laughs> it. But um, if you get a chance, Battle of the Planets. And you check um, it out for sure. And I wish I could remember, like, like I said, Cartoon Network tried 
to, to reboot it. I have reboot the it. power of the internet. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Battle of the Planets. Uh, Keop uh, was the only one that I could remember. Princess. Uh, I'm just trying to think if I and and yeah I I mean I I love of course uh, going back to my first real uh, oh almost, yeah I've seen this yeah, and what okay. was it so what was it called on on uh, when it made its yeah. reboot oh yeah I do remember that. yeah yeah and it's called Battle of the Planets and, and that's like the nature of it too maybe, like, maybe I'm wrong on the, the name yeah of but it's called no, Science it's, Ninja Team Gachaman Gachaman I remember Gachaman. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> Although that would have been much better. I would have watched that. Science Ninja um, Team in Science Ninja firmly. Team. In, <laughs> there needs to be a Science Ninja Team at the Yeah, we need the to. Science we Museum. need to have Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to Ke- get on oh, that. I almost got it. Jason, the minute I get Princess, to work tomorrow. Jason, Princess, Keop, Tiny, and there was one, and I want to say Mark. Mark and <laughs> Mark. And he oh, was Don't the forget American. about Mark. Come on uh, now. Right? Like I knew because I know there's someone listening who's like, uh, I don't know all this. Um, but but my first time to really uh, enjoy adult anime was um, um, Akira. Akira. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the um, big one, man. Yeah. And I I I I I remember seeing that and just mind some... blowing. But it was a it had a limited release here in the United States, mm-hmm. and it actually premiered the same week I think as uh, The Simpsons in 1989. Was what? It? Really? And That's so cool. it's actually a pretty cool like. Uh, evolution when you look back at it that that was had a very limited release here in the united states the same around the same time as the simpsons yeah so that's whenever we started to see a shift that was like oh maybe cartoons are just for kids right right and And so akira really paved the way for um you know it actually went on to have a a worldwide distribution Mm -hmm. like vhs style through manga studios Uh Mm -hmm. manga studios was the next uh was the studio that was established to distribute it their next uh uh, real wide release was Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. yeah. See, and that's, <laughs> and that's, yeah. And that's I, I just remember being blown away by Kira, but you're right. The Simpsons uh, in America was, was I, you know, I just remember when yeah. I remember watching the Tracy Ullman show yes. and seeing The Simpsons and going, It was like this, a sketch, right? Yeah. This, yeah. This is, well, because of course, the Tracy Ullman show itself was a sketch comedy show, which only lasted for like a year. And the Simpsons have now gone. They're coming up on thirty mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Show's been on more than some people have been. Oh, well, and I love that <laughs> just everyone kind of side eyed the Simpsons, as in yeah. you know, it was. I was, a, it was allowed a to watch it growing. That up. is the phrase I hear from everyone I have on the show. <laughs> and, and they're yet, growing I, up. I wasn't allowed to watch. Oh and, and yet I was, I was in front of, no I was in front of the television watching like, every episode. Cartoon. I watched it all the way for probably about twelve. Or I don't mm-hmm. watch it now. My mom, but told that's because it's. I watched it for like 14, 15 seasons, and I'm like, I cannot keep doing this. Like, Understandable, now but my it's son funny. Loves it. Every you know, time loves, yeah. I think it's... My mom said I couldn't watch it because Bart was disrespectful to his parents. Oh, well, he is. But, Solid. Um, but the, but the, the start of what it's that... Can, when you When you look at um, uh, the other... Uh, the Family Guy, and you look at, of course, then what Cartoon Network was able to right. do with its, right. uh, it, it, it's Remember just that idea television? that we can make television. MTV. Yeah. Um, Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux. 100%. Very, very yes. reminiscent of Ghost in the Shell. So, yes. That was Liquid Television, definitely. Liquid Television was was I actually didn't one even the... really remember about it. I had Adam and Brett on the show from Robot House, mm-hmm. and they were the ones that were like, do you remember this was a thing? And I was like, I completely forgot about that. See, yeah, yeah. But liquid television was that was that moment for me of like realizing cartoon, like what the potential what for animated animation could be, could be right. like, and it and it could be so incredible, mature themes, yeah. and you know, dealing with, and then 
combine that with the Simpsons social satire. Oh yeah! All right. of a sudden, it I paved was like, the way for oh, us, yeah. and and especially in the, you know, I mean, when you're looking at the '90s liquid television, but then you were also looking at uh, Batman the animated series. Well, yeah, uh, um, that was what, Toonami. Yeah, it, it, Ghost right? in the Shell like paved the way for Toonami to happen in '95, '96, yeah. oh, and then Toonami. Batman the animated series was on that. Was on I think they had it on WB as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then so, Animaniacs. I mean, there was yeah. it was that that switchover in Genius. the '90s from cartoons are for. Children, our Saturday to, morning, to, uh, yeah, for kids. To animation all of a sudden, is to animation for, is a way to yeah. Because all to the adults. kids grew up. Yeah. All the kids yeah. that, that were were watching it as a kid grew up and went, um, "Why is that just we for kids? I can do that." Yeah. And and you have things like Sailor Moon. Um, you have things like um, uh, the My Little Pony. Um, you have because the, the 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 person who brought My Little Pony, not the. The original one, mm. but the one that was remade, I think it was in the in the nineties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She basically with had grown up magic. with it. She grew up with My Little Pony mm-hmm. and went, I can make that better. That's insane uh, to be yeah. that person that that was right. like a thing Let that had such this. a big impact on you. No yeah. kidding. Can we can we for a minute mention that uh uh Shira comes out? Oh yeah. Ah uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Day after yeah. I am so excited. I can't believe how many people are like crapping on it already. And it's like, I know. And it's even like, come out yet. why are you being hateful? My brother and I went as He-Man and She-Ra like three years in yeah. a row. Like, oh. Uh, for, for, for Halloween. That guy that I had on that I was talking about earlier, Chris yeah. J. Alex, mm-hmm. he actually did the voice for Panthro in the new <gasps> Thundercats. <gasps> oh, the, yeah. The Thundercats roar that's getting ready to come Dude. out. I think oh, again. There's a new remake of, of Thundercats? Yeah, it's more yes. like a CalArts style. Hopefully so like, they actually, It looks like Steven did Universe Did you see meets, the remake that they tried to do yeah. on? I was like so disappointed because they tried to do a, snarf, almost a snarf. prequel yeah. type thing and it was mm-hmm. like they did a small run that. on it and then well, it didn't, i don't think it they ever finished work. it yeah. no, it didn't work so. at all now cartoon network when they were running um my, my son and i really got when of course when uh near the ending of clone wars um when they were doing uh the green lantern series and young justice Oh my gosh! There yeah, was some justice. amazing yeah, they, stuff coming out of that. They were just they they couldn't they could do no wrong yeah. for a while. It was just yeah. like banger after banger after. It was banger. right before Mar- or, Di- or Disney bought up everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and but yeah, when they were doing and of course I, that was the thing was I love about um, Batman the animated series and Justice League and Young Justice was it was proof that if you take the comic books and you make them animated, don't try to make them real and gritty and right. you know don't just keep it animated it works yeah you know and that's what i want to see and that's why you know golden i don't have to see batman in a big leather kevlar suit <laughs> put him in tights yeah totally and the only, the only no no man wants to be in tights so they can't do it in real life they have to do it but when they yeah. do animated it's perfect oh it's yeah. it works and don't I, and don't put nipples on the bat suit. Please yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. we all That's learned the two our rules, lesson. I think. Two rules. We we learned the, <laughs> the hard way in the nineties. <laughs> the hard lessons of it the nineties. Doesn't matter how good looking Val Kilmer is. Yeah, but I, it's really <laughs> it's just really amazing to think about how much animation has changed uh, since we were all kids. Well, it's become cheaper. It's become, I mean, definitely frame rate has improved exponentially and it is cheaper to do animation now compared to when back then having to pay a whole staff to hand it hand draw i mean you can have a team of what 10 probably people around yeah yeah to produce something at least like as like a to pitch or something yeah right and so when we had jerry bennett um uh, Mm -hmm. i was talking to him i i got to sit on a panel with him uh at the the oklahoma book festival and him talking about how uh how much easier it was because he actually was able to make an animated 
mm-hmm. short and how much easier it is now. Of course, granted, he's, he's drawing every little piece of it. But then once you feed all those pieces into a computer, the computer is able to make it all generate, the movements. Right, and, and, and sync it's it. Just so much easier than, yes, the old panels of the old, almost a flip style, you know, flip book type of thing. there's something to be said for that business, man. Yeah. That and, and of course, uh, you still got your, you know, Tim Burton's uh, stop motion type of things that, I think people will still be thrilled about that. It, it's a know. great merger of old technology and new right. technology That's coming true. together. Because yeah. one of my favorite anime movies is Redline. Oh, and yeah. that was all hand-painted and hand-animated, but then they took the computer there's some to... some cell stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a good, there's a good, even there's a little bit yeah. of that in Akira too, where it's a lot, a lot of it's... Right. Yeah. A majority of it's hand-drawn, but there's some cell stuff in there that do make some things really pop. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I mean, when, when Walt Disney was first uh, mess, messing with the animated and the mixture of the computer. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is what they started Uh that on, and it was, at the time, we were like, oh, but now you go, when you go back and watch the original, it's so bad. You can see, (laughs) actually that and the the carpet in uh, in Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could could look at it, at the time, it was amazing. You look at it now and you go, yeah, that's obviously computer. Yeah, okay. Well, we, uh, my wife and I were watching, um, she was working on some project. She's a crafter. Uh So in our spare room, she was working on this, she needed the latest thing out on the bed, so the only TV in that room is a, an old like CRT TV with the built-in VHS. <laughs> oh we have a drawer yeah. full of VHS tapes, so we like to collect our favorites and stuff. Awesome. And she's watching um, The Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. and I was like, "This does not look good." Like there, she's walking <laughs> yeah. off. It's when she's leaving uh, Munchkinland. Yeah, and it's like, and it's just... like she's heading off. I'm like, that's clearly a painted wall. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone thinks she's leaving. Obviously, yeah. she's obviously. But she's like, bro, if she goes too far, she's gonna hit a wall. Right? She's like, it's thirty nine. Special effects, thirty nine. <laughs> the colorization was like groundbreaking. Yes. Yeah. It's still that, like the Just color saying. does look great though. The color oh, yeah. does really yeah. look good. And they changed the shoes from yeah. silver to ruby. Yeah. Yes. Just because they wanted color. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I read about silver that later. slippers. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Which yeah. is so funny because then when you get into the the retelling the the musical retelling of the Wizard of Oz through Wicked, Wicked. Mm-hmm. and they actually kept it as the Ruby Slippers. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, oh, no. I didn't know that. Yeah, Maybe but she... it's not a Frank album. No, like, it's, not. it's Although, a... do you realize that's why she's called Alphaba? Yeah. It's because of L. Frank Baum. Oh. That's his initials. Yeah. That's why she's called Alphaba. Yeah. In, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Because that's the, a little Easter book, egg. If you read... Weird little yeah, Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a huge Frank L. Baum like, fan, so yeah. like, re- yeah, I, I had to like... It was one of the few things I my husband knew nothing about, but like the the, the allegory anyway allegory but, deep yeah, that, in the story. Yeah, we're gonna, but we're gonna go off into that I old we're not gonna nut. do that. I have no idea what's being said. Right so now. what would you Same. like to what would you like to see at the Tower Theater? Have you thought about anything? anime wise yeah. or just in yeah? yeah just, well, you, well, yeah, did, I, did, did, anime wise. Did you guys do the Gundam Wing? We did Endless Walls. And was I legit. was didn't get mm-hmm. to go, yeah. and I no, was so right. mad. You didn't make the time for it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I have a real <laughs> job. <laughs> Nikki, just, uh, Nikki, just lazy. Nah, uh, man, I would love to see. I would love to see. Um, uh, uh, man, I'm trying to think. The Tree of Might. Oh, uh, Gundam, or Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Tree Ball of Z. Might. Tree of Might. That's what. That's mm-hmm. one That'd of the be best really movies. Cool. Um, man, there's a ton history of, of stuff. trunks would be cool too. Yeah, I, some that's of those, one of my favorites. Some of those are a little hokey, but it's like, eh, if I could really self indulge <laughs> and like pick something like that, that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd like think. to see something Sailor Moon. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. man. Um, Has Sailor Moon got a, a movie out? There's a couple. There's a couple. Then they're not great. Yeah. <laughs> and that's you, the other thing. I'm like, do the Transformers movie. I, we did before. Ah, see, that's yes. Before. When well, 
was that? We I feel like that was the Transformers movie. The Tintu oh, movie oh, during the it was a it was a secret screening. It was oh, the yeah. secret uh, screening. That's yeah. right. I feel like oh, we yeah the, it was the, the late night after, after Iron the, Giant. Well, after no. the Iron Giant, we did uh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Was, oh yeah, okay. we did it after uh, Gundam Wing and Gun- Waltz. Okay, yeah. I would one of the things I would love to see at the tower is the Tintu Muyo movies. See, that's what I'm like, I don't know how many harem things we could do. And well, get away the Tiji Muyo, the second movie, is just all about him going back and trying to save yeah. his mom. So, I mean, there's cool. not a whole lot of harem stuff yeah. happening. Well, a lot of, uh, I'd like to see a lot of Ghibli stuff. Oh, yeah. oh. any Ghibli. Uh, Summer Wars. F- Summer Wars is a good movie. Every now and then, the uh, the AMC theaters will, will What's that will chant do, they do say? Gib- in old Ghibli Wars? movies. Oh. Oh, well, what the, is it? I, I, remember, forget. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that in a long time. I have a friend that he just, just got came back out with a new movie too. Ghibli. Yeah. He. I have a friend that just got back from Ghibli Land in, in Japan. In Japan. I want to go. Oh, wow. We talked about. You know we what's cool is we, we talked about and... going to uh, Japan. My wife and I mm-hmm. in 2020. Do and, it. Uh, sure. it turns out that the the Olympics are going to be there. So oh. we're like, oh, let me, let's know, maybe put it off a year. Or go during the Olympics. But you know what's cool? No. Akira. The Olympics are set in Tokyo in 2020. What? Oh, snap. That's pretty insane. So you guys actually, has there ever been any talk about doing the doing Akira at the tower? I, oh, we've done it. Oh, we've done yeah. it. I was going to say, yeah. I, thought, it, I thought we had done it. Yeah. We did it the, in May. Yeah. yeah. Animation. Animation. That's, that's animation. right. It was that's animation. Right. That was the first when Stephen had first talked to me about doing like, hey, man, we should do some anime. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the what? first one I thought was like, man, we've got to show Akira. Right. Yeah. Without a doubt. It's, it's, so, it's so iconic. <sighs> and, and yeah. And luckily we've got to show it like pretty early on too. Of course, I mm-hmm. love the, uh, Akira with the with, was it was it Canada that had the the the, the jacket that was the, the red pill jacket, on it, yeah, with yes. the pill on it. <laughs> like, the, is it well, the pill pill? thing is like a thing that's uh, real prominent in the manga. There's oh, is like, it really? There's like a whole okay. thing with like drugs and stuff like in the in the manga that has to it's do like with like the pills the, and everything. The book and I think the the their motorcycle group like the gang is called like the pills or something yeah. like that. That's so, but yeah, in the movie you're like, what the heck does this have to do with anything? Yeah, because it was cool. Because yeah. it looks cool. <laughs> it was dope. Exactly. <laughs> it and that motorcycle, dope. Man. Uh, nice. <laughs> nicely done. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that was good. Awesome. So, okay, so give everyone the information they need to know about this thing going on tomorrow night. Yeah, sure. So we're showing uh, Ghost in the Shell tomorrow. It's the 1995 animated movie. It is dubbed, so don't come expecting to read good. anything. It's dubbed. Uh, it, the movie starts at 7 o'clock, doors open at 6. Uh, we're going to have Homeless Alliance there to kind of share about their work with the Curbside Chronicle, mm-hmm. how they're helping these people, you know, empowering them and helping them work and everything. They should be on site also selling their holiday wrapping paper if anyone wants <laughs> to come through go. and buy some of that. Uh, it's great, I don't know if oh, it's, it's like, great quality, by the way. Is it, it is. If you guys have not tried this, it is incredible yeah. quality paper. Yeah, it's, it is. We it's usually buy it awesome. once. We usually buy it at the Deluxe Winter Market, but mm-hmm. I think this might be the first thing that they're selling this at. I'm not say, sure if they've it. sold it yet. That's but, amazing. Or they may just be coming to talk about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't if, know. If, if I'd be do, bummed if they didn't bring it though. I'd be like, dang it. I need to get, I need to get a hold of them. Do a, maybe we do can a, just I see a preview. I almost always interview with them every year. So. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because it's a you know, local artist. Got to support your local artists and yeah, support. Amen. Well, yeah, it's always, it's cool always really looking. cool people. Yeah. Dusty Gilpin from yeah. Dreamleaf did it. Jack Natalie, Fowler did it. Natalie yeah. Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Nominee has done it. Yeah. So there's yeah, always a really cool people. Support your local artists. They look great. They look great. It's incredibly quality paper. I. 
it's going to be better paper than what you're getting at the local Walmart for a lot more money. Plus, yeah. for such a good cause. Yeah. So, exactly. tickets available. Oh, yeah, how tickets much available. Uh, I think they're $10. Ten? They're usually 10 After okay. fees, Are they I think? at the door? Are yeah, you can get them at the door. You can get them on... Um, you can get them Eventbrite. online. Ta- yeah, Tower Theater OKC. Tower Theater OKC dot com. Okay, that's yeah. a, and that's theater T H E A T R E. That's right. R-E. Yes, the only one that matters. Yeah, right? that's the way to spell <laughs> theater. Exactly, the tower. So because yeah, it's and cool. Then, and then stay tuned for what we're showing next month. You know, we got a whole. I imagine we're gonna have a whole other, uh, you know, month of cool programming and showing stuff. So. I would yeah. imagine. And where so. can people find your 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 Podcast. podcast. The podcast again on social media. That's Tunes Tunes Podcast. T U N E S slash T O O N S. And then you can find us on you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. There okay, right so tunes, you're on tunes, tunes, all tunes. the catchers. Yeah, okay. yeah, all the podcasters. T U N E S. Well, the T U N E S is first. Tunes. That's right. Sorry. Yes. T U N E S. For no particular reason. People always ask me why is that one first. I'm like I couldn't tell you because I just happen to write them down like that. I don't know. Yeah. Because it works. Search it on Twitter. You'll find it. You'll find it. And where can we find you on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Social. So you can find me on Twitter um, at A Herald Story. Um, my last name's S T O R E Y. Yeah, no, so you no, find no, me, the uh, Yeah, find me uh, goofing off and talking about dumb stuff. <laughs> right. We talked and about then, dogs uh, the other day. Yeah. Dog names, then, uh, to be specific. I'm on, you know, Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff yep. if you really want to find me. Exactly. Harold, thank <laughs> you so shit. much. Hey, and uh, sure. keep us informed on all the other things going on. With yeah, you. yeah. It's we'll fantastic. And we're thank looking you. forward to the show tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be great. Ryan. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostlyharmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at OK Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? You can find me on Twitter at Retro Robinson. And you can find me on the Facebook page. So hit me up. Yep. And Devin. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Wubba. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. That's right. You can find me. Yes, go for it. Just a little disclaimer. I'm having some issues with the messaging system on Facebook. Apparently, it doesn't like me a whole lot or my phone. Dude, I've been having the issues too. The same thing? Okay. So, Uh, apparently, they updated it and now it doesn't want to work. So, if I haven't gotten back to you, I will. Just let me have time to figure it out. Just give us a little bit of time. (laughs) Do not lose Something might be wrong there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Harold Story, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Devin Green. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>